What's up, guys? You are listening to me, Bashak, on The Beat London, 103.6 FM. On this week's show, we will be getting social with music exec OG Hovain, who is live in my favorite city, off to London, New York. Hi, sir. How are you? What's up? What's up? What's up with you? What's up, London? Thank you. How are you feeling outside? I know it's a little early. I'm good. I'm good. Blessed. Ready to um, start my day. Got a video shoot, so, you know, just getting out and about, closing out the year strong. Just a lot of broadcasts going on. You're a popular guy. Man, I mean, I, I, I like to say that people know me because of my hard work. Like, you know, they don't know me for, for who I date. They don't know me for no, uh, I'm not related to nobody famous. The reason people know me is because I do great work and I'm a hard worker. So that's dope when people do know me. I love that. Let's get into some of that hard work. You have had a very long and illustrious career in the music industry, um, and you're known as one of the greats, and uh, you're currently president. Oh, of- thank you. Hey, you too. Oh, you like that? Okay. Uh, you're currently uh, president of Cinematic uh, Management. Um, mm-hmm. uh, for those that don't know, could you just give me an overview of kind of what Cinematic is across all the verticals, because I know you deal with the management okay, side, yeah, yeah. and what, you um, guys, what the vision is, basically? Well, Cinematic was a company started by my partner, Johnny Shipes, uh, 20 years ago. He started his record label, Cinematic. And um, it was just like him starting a company and just like, yo, man, I want to sign all the dopest shit. So early in the days, his, some of the artists he signed and found was Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. Nipsey first deal was on uh, Cinematic, uh, Big Crit, uh, Joey Badass and the whole pro era, uh, Sean Kingston. Uh, he, he's had some of the greats from early, like he has a great ear for music. So when he hears an artist, like he heard Nipsey mm-hmm. on a Wednesday, like one song he had on MySpace. The next day he was on a plane to, to go see him. You know, wow, that, him, that so. quick. Yeah, so it was like, you know, he's a, a great judge of talent. Even to this day, Young and Ace, Jada Youngin, Lil Kel, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. he's been he's been finding, identifying and curating talent for the last 20 years. So that's what cinematic is, and as well as uh, cinematic touring and shit like that. He was throwing the Smokers Club tours and traveling and touring around the country super early. And now um, we have the management company together, Cinematic Management, where we manage a bunch of artists. Some are signed to Cinematic, some are outside of Cinematic, you know? Amazing. Apologies for any swearing. Um, we don't do that here, but all good. Moving oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Radio, very strict. All good. Sorry, sorry. Thank I'll, you. That's I'll, keep it, keep it, I'll keep it clean. Okay, thank you. Uh, no, but that's really useful in, in terms of, you know, you, you're starting off with Johnny and then in how incredible he was in terms of identifying great talent and launching mm-hmm. the whole thing. What is yeah. your thought process then? Uh, when it comes to the current music landscape because a lot of artists now in the past have been kind of burnt by shady deals, uh, terrible contracts, and it's kind of a you know folk tale at this point. Uh, people like Warren Hill, obviously, very famously. Uh, the, the new story, this new era, is all about ownership, owning your masters, uh, owning yeah. your contract, all that stuff. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? On it's, a other- it's a double-sided coin because in any industry, not just the music business and corporate. I'm sure in radio, there's deals that are less favorable to some jockeys and you'd be like, man, I need to overturn this or the system is broken. Mm-hmm. I think what it is, is it's a, a system that's a little bit outdated 
and trying to do new new things with new people in a system that was developed in the early 1900s. You know what I'm saying? So it didn't really you know come to meet the times. Yeah, at cinematic, I know though we give probably the best artist friendly deals. Like there's some deals that are like 70, 30 in favor of the artist. So like, you know, it's all about what's best for you and what's best for your situation, whether you want to go independent, whether you want to go major. But my biggest thing with people is it, it, it shouldn't be predatory. You shouldn't be doing things to artists and young kids who are trying to mm-hmm. come out of the ghetto and make shit happen. But also on the double side of that, you you as an artist have to take responsibility and knowing what you're signing and you have proper representation. You have a manager, a business manager, and a lawyer. Mm-hmm. If they allow you to sign something that's not in favor of you, you got to kind of wear that. Like, you know, that's on you. Yeah. That's yeah. your team. You put your, you put your team in place and you mm-hmm. hopefully hire the right and smart people mm-hmm. and they allow you to get in a bad deal. Then you the can't man. really, you can't say somebody took advantage of you because mm-hmm. you, but you allowed it. To that point, if I may be kind of devil's advocate uh, in favor of the artists here, what if they just don't know any better? What if they're genuinely like 17 years yeah. old coming up? Man, not knowing is not a thing anymore. You have a, a thing that you hold in your phone that has all type of things. You, you've you heard all the telltale stories. You've seen the documentaries mm. of people getting taken advantage. So not knowing is not a thing anymore. You can learn anything. Mm. I learned how to change a tire on the phone. Like I watched the video and I did it immediately. Wow. You can learn You can learn anything That's if you want to learn. And right. if you, this is your craft and you take it professionally, you definitely should research and you definitely should uh, look into what type of deal what am i signing you research your lawyer make sure he's on the up and up so not not knowing is not an excuse you I, not I, mean, knowing I agree with you i was just being devil advocate and also to yeah. that you should almost be a lawyer yourself when it comes to the music yeah. knowledge side of the business 100 you, you gotta know everything is and talk to talk to people yeah. talk to people that's the best thing to do. Yo, you a rapper, you moving around, you getting shit done. Talk to people. Everybody's too cool, but talk to people. Hey, who's your lawyer? What kind of deal did you sign? Did mm-hmm. it work out for you? Talk to people. Don't just, hey, let's take this pick, bro. Nah, gain knowledge and information. In any field you're in, you should always try to uh, absorb as much information from people who are already knowledgeable as possible. Like, I talk to people still constantly, other managers, other executives, I admire, or somebody did something that I think was dope. Mm-hmm. How did you do that? Like, you know what I mean? You got to put your ego to the side and really, if this is your craft and you want to be great in it, you got to really research and, you know, do your homework. I love that. Thank you. It's beautiful. And how important to you is relationship building? Because there's a lot of cliches around the industry around, it's not not what you know, it's who you know. How important is relationships versus um, content? Because the content is king always and the product is really important. But actually, nowadays, there's a lot of trash music out there as well. Relationships were more than good. Okay. Relationships are worth more than gold. Cultivating relationships and not only having a relationship, having respectable relationships. That's what I call it. Because you might know someone, but I might know that person and have a better relationship with that person. You know what I'm saying? That goes back to always having uh, something to offer. Like, mm-hmm. people be like, yo, what's the best way I can get on? I always tell anybody, add value to every situation. When I call you, I'm not calling you just for what I need or what I want or ask. I might be calling you for an opportunity for yourself. Yo, I'm not making no money off this, but I got to play for you and your artists. So relationships are worth everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It it, it might be a situation where somebody will pick me for something or some artist I'm affiliated with because they like me personally. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I have a great relationship with that person. 
Mm-hmm. So relationships, relationships are, are very key. And it will take in business, not it. not just the music, not just the music industry, just in business, relationships are key. Of course, that's why you see businessmen and stockbrokers go out to dinner together. They go take vacations with their family. You know what I'm saying? You build a rapport. You build a, a, a comfortability. You mm-hmm. stay fresh on these people's minds. So opportunity or something comes about, they'll be like, hey, let me call Hovain. It's my guy anyway. And you want to be that guy authentically, not because authentic. uh, you want to ask for a favor. Or exactly. exactly. There's authentic relationships and there's associations. That's, a, that's an association. You don't want that. You want a relationship where it's going nope, to nobody, nobody wants to feel like they're being used. Like, it's certain people that, as soon as I see their number, I know what they're calling for. It's like, oh, gosh. gosh. You know what I'm saying? Don't like, you yeah. Yeah, you're not adding any value to my life. You're adding any value to a situation. It's just you want to take away. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like you want to never be looked at like that. You always want to add value to any situation you can in any way possible. I love that. Thank you. Powerful words. And you've spoken in previous interviews about integrity. So let's get into that real quick. Yeah. Uh, integrity being paramount to your success. What does it mean for you to operate? with integrity and do you feel like it's something we're lacking in this current generation um and this could be personal and professional like i just i think that's a really important characteristic and i i I think integrity is something that was lost a little bit because you've seen so many people succeed and gain uh uh, success without integrity so Mm. people like oh i don't got to do this the right way i could do this this way and win you know know what i'm saying they just emulate the win is it lost it's a lost art, yeah. And like you know, I like to believe I operate in integrity, and I don't do things. I don't do stuff motivated by money. You know what I'm saying I like money. Money is key. Money provides uh, freedom and provides your family with nice things and situations. But I won't do anything I don't believe in for money, mm. or I won't do something just because, or I won't cross somebody or do something behind somebody I respect or likes or a friend with back for money. Like, you know what I'm saying? I try to operate with integrity. And sometimes you end up getting a short end of the stick or you might not get what you're looking to get right then and there. But it feels better being able to sleep at night and know you didn't do any screw anybody over. You know what I'm saying? Operating with integrity is, is key. And integrity is also something that's not always seen. And sometimes I don't do things or I do things that don't get seen, but I know I did it the right way. And I feel better about myself. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you also lead by example that way around because then everyone can re- reputationally say, okay, Hove's that kind of guy. I can trust. Yeah. He's a good, safe pair of hands. Yeah. It's, a re- it's a reason why when people get on the music industry or people are moving around and looking for management or whatever, my name comes about because I operate with integrity. You know what I'm saying? Word of mouth. Nobody can ever say, yo, I took anything from them. I stole anything. Mm-hmm. I did anything unethical to them. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's your reputation how ethical you are becomes your reputation that's your calling card absolutely and then here we are so mostly mostly working um do you okay so london is the home of grime as i'm sure you know yes Uh, yes huge rap culture out here that we celebrate and are so excited about do you have any advice for a talented kid who may be listening in right now who might have a bit of a following, who might have a really strong musical affiliation, really dope kind of artist, but perhaps mm-hmm. not, they haven't blown and they haven't gone on to what I call the other side of the track. Well, how do they get there? Stay at it. Stay at it. Believe in, your, believe in yourself. Believe in your craft. Build a team as best as possible. 
um, study the people that are successful, see the steps that they did take, get out there and network and keep on releasing content. You know what I'm saying? No matter what you do, no matter if you're down on yourself, you're not sure what's happening, always keep, you never know what's going to be the record that somebody sees or hears from you be like, oh, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? So keep working through it all, through the confusion, through the uncertainty, through refiguring out, just keep working. I love that. That's, that's really inspiring. And also, the, the, the music that we listen to now has changed so many people's lives and has been so instrumental to our soundtrack of our lives. If, mm -hmm. you know, Miseducation never came out, there would be a whole void in the culture and you want to create yeah. the next thing that that is that for yeah. a lot of people and that's a fact you got to keep you got to keep creating man you never know what's going to resonate with people you never know what's going to be the record that breaks through you never know what's going to be the um what's going to be your chance what's going to be a shot only thing you guarantee by not working and not doing something is that it's not going to work when you stop and when you quit you guarantee that it's over mm -hmm. i always you know say you are your own machine that machine yeah, gotta keep rolling. Got to, unless you don't want to win, because like, it's, there's nobody's gonna come knock on your door. What y'all saying? What y'all saying in London? Your flat. Nobody's gonna come to your flat and knock on your door and say, "Hey, you rap? Oh man, here's a million dollars. Come yeah. on, it's not. It doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't work like that, man. You gotta get out there mm. now with internet and technology and videos and YouTube and all these other channels we have to put things out it's made things so much more easier. So take advantage of these things, mm. build a team, get a videographer, get a publicist, get a playlister, and just go to work. You know what I'm saying? Go to work. I love it. Thank you, Avain. Go to work. We will be back after the break. Don't go anywhere. More incredible gems um, with hope. What's up, guys? You are back with me, Bashak, on my show, The Social, and we are getting social with our guest, Hovain. Hello, sir, yeah. welcome back. Thank you, thank you for having me, man. I'm enjoying this, this is dope, this is dope. I gotta come do this in person in London soon. Absolutely, when when things clear up and COVID yeah, is yeah, no longer, yeah, yeah. we'll do, we'll do yeah. a take number two and uh, speak of all the success some more. So you've managed artists like Troy Ave um, and you've worked with the likes of Cameron and T-Pain, just to name a few. Uh, mm -hmm. You also know everyone in the biz. Being a veteran of the game that you are, what does star power look like to you? Something that you feel. Like, as soon as you meet somebody, you know they're a star. Mm -hmm. Like, I have an artist right now, Lil' Kel, new album in stores, love, go pick it up. But um, as soon as I saw him, it was, you knew he was a star. It's yeah. a look and it's a feeling. It's an energy they give off. You're like, oh, mm -hmm. uh, you're a star. You know what I'm saying? Is there a women winning formula to get that type of star power if you don't got it? No. No, <laughs> and you uh, I'll be, be honest. With you. Some people are stars, some people aren't. That's why you have some people that come out and they uh, they try their hand at music, and they might be very talented, they might be good at music, but they're not stars. You know what I'm saying? Mm -mm. And it's also that you said earlier about resonance. I think that's a big part of it. If somebody feels you and your music in their soul, they're gonna naturally be your PR and press person, right? For free, they're gonna naturally go. Check this guy out. Check this woman out. Yeah. I dope. Yeah. I love that though. And, and and the industry itself can be quite tough. We've spoken a lot about uh, kind of highlights and, and and a positive Instagram reel all the time. How do you deal with adversity and rejection? 
because I because I almost feel like no one asks you this question, so that I would pose it to you this way. Being yeah, the same way, a person comes with failure. How do you deal with failure? Same same way you deal with it in, in any aspect of your life. Like you know, you nobody is perfect in life, so you have failures and rejection in life. You assess went wrong. You take a day or so and sulk, or maybe be upset, and then you try to get back on the horse. You fall down and you get back up. Like mm-hmm. adversity and failure, just it comes with it. Michael Jordan didn't score uh, 50 points every night and he hit every every game winner. No matter how great you are, you're going to fail and fall short or adversity is going to happen. Something's going to change. A plan's going to go haywire. Like no matter what, but you got to keep going and you got to keep trying. Absolutely. So you 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 be upset. You be disappointed. You, know, you take a, 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 a drink. <laughs> you go smoke one. You walk around. Get shake it off and you come back the next day and you go back to it you go even harder yeah yes sir i love that and on the flip side then because we're all about positivity on the show what do you Mm -hmm. feel like what do you like most about yourself and what characteristics do you think that you have if you can give me three that you feel like has most contributed to your success i'm extremely handsome (laughs) no um. (laughs) i can see it right now guys on camera so i will uh, Um. agree I think my resiliency, mm-hmm. I think my um, being able to recreate myself, and I think my morals and ethics, those three. Oof. And being de- being dependable and reliable, I'll put those in there. You got four. I love that. Do you yeah, want the yeah. fifth one while we're at it? Yeah, I got the four. The four. Right. Good. Being able to recreate yourself, that's a whole line. Yeah, you got it. You got to be able, like, you can't be a dinosaur. You got to be able to change with the times and evolve. And you know what I'm saying? You got to be able to uh, measure what's going on and still not lose yourself, but also being able to uh, roll with adversity. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to um, put it like this. Giraffes were once the same height as horses, but weird. their food started to grow on trees that were higher so they evolved over the time if they did not they would be extinct mm-hmm. sink or swim so, <laughs> so uh, through, through the through the course of the years they grew because mm-hmm. that's what was necessary for them to survive that's wow that's powerful yeah. thank you very very cool and in terms of survival then it has been a year it has been a year for absolutely everyone everyone's been affected <laughs> Is there anything yeah. during this time that you've learned about yourself that you can share with us? Um, being able to be a little more still, do a little less. Um, what have you learned? Um, I learned that, well, I always knew that nothing was promised. You know, things change and stuff like that. I, I always knew that nothing was promised. Um, but this year showed you to try to enjoy every moment. Like, you know, yeah. celebrate the small wins celebrate the uh the the little things like just take everything in don't take nothing for granted because life has shown you in 2020 that we are not in control absolutely and we never were really yeah but you know you get to fooling yourself and thinking you are i'm I'm doing this i'm making this happen the universe showed you that we're not in control yeah we make plans god laughs right yeah you want to make god laugh and tell him your plans Speaking of plans, what's up next for you? Um, I got Lil' Kel albums out right now. Mm-hmm. Next year, we're going to be hitting the road, doing some touring, God willing, everything's open. 
Um, Styles P and Davies is coming with Beloved Part Two. Um, I got about four new EPs coming from Smoke Dizza. Um, Conway is gonna be coming with his new album on Shady Records. Um, got a lot, got a lot of stuff going on, man. Got a lot of cooking in the lab. Yeah, got a lot, got a lot of stuff going on. Hopefully, touring is back. We do the Smokers Club Fest. It's a lot, a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of good stuff happening. I love that. Drewski is going to probably be one of the biggest comedians next year. Okay, watch out for that. Yeah, so got a lot of, got a lot of stuff going on. A lot and of good how, things. How can we uh, find you on the socials? Can you give us your um, tags? My tag is so simple. It's my name. So I'm, I'm, Ho, I'm Hovain on everything. H-O-V-A-I-N-I-G, Twitter. I'm on Clubhouse. I Even though I hate it. I'm on Clubhouse. You hate it. All right, well, I don't use it at all. I've been on it one time. I I, I like it from a again, just I, I like hearing people's gems. I think you got I like hearing I like I like the fact that it gives people a forum. I don't know that it always calls for the most qualified people to be sure. speaking about things. There's a lot of I went in a room with Yeah, sometimes people were just talking. I'm like, you don't even know what you're talking about. You're not even qualified to be saying this, but you know, to each his own. I gotta invest. Yeah, I got I got to investigate it a little bit more. Get into the rooms with people that really are doing what they talking. I'll throw you over some good rooms. I found a few. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah. Throw me some rooms. Throw me some rooms. Put me on to some London music. Oh, Tell me what I of course. Put, what I should be listening to. I need a good playlist. Oh, I got R and B, rap, yeah. London always. All you have to be listening to is the Beat London one three point six FM. You know that there point? we go. Let's get into some games real quick. Um, oh, okay. You are a New Yorker. Yes, ma'am. Describe your New York in three words. Um, tough, Oof. honest, <laughs> and fly. All right. I love that. That's really good. Uh, this is this qu- next question you have to answer straight away. No pondering. None of that. Yeah. Ready? What is your all time favorite album and why? Biggie, Life After Death, The Double Disc, is something on there for everybody. He touched on everything a rapper could talk about. Rap that exceptional, exceptionally well. Um, the features are amazing. Beats are amazing. It's a perfect album. That was a that was a no hesitation answer. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you do. Christmas movies. Are you into them or not? Yeah, I love them. And okay. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Die Hard <laughs> is a Christmas movie. Not a Christmas. It happened during Christmas. This is a Christmas movie. I don't know if that constitutes the lore of the land, but I'll let you have it. I'll let you have it. Die hard. All right. This show is called The Social. I ask mm-hmm. all my guests this. Something right I ask you. What is your drink of choice? Uh, you see, it's, it, it's a couple. Um, oh. You see, uh, I'm a champagne drinker, so I like champagne. So champagne is I, cool. I'm rich. That be- that's, what, that's what that means. Um, I just like champagne. <laughs> There's many different do- denominations of champagne, but I like champagne. Champagne is good, and also I like um, Grand Marnier and pineapple. That's like kind of my signature drink. Grand Marnier and pineapple, or if they don't have Grand Marnier, I do like a Douce and pineapple or Douce and lemonade. I do like a pineapple sun sun. Pinot is my. Jam, rum punch is my job. any kind of right, yeah, bro. I make I make the best rum punch in the world. I <laughs> want to declare that on the radio. You can tell whoever 
I make the best, the, the best rum punch in the world. I make the best. That is a dangerous <laughs> statement. We're gonna have to check that out. We're gonna Kroger. We're gonna come. When I come, when I when I make when I make it, people will be like, "Yo, can you make this for me? Can you? Why don't you sell this?" Like, oh, <laughs> but is it dangerous it. though? Is it lethal? Yes, you, yes, yes. A good rum yes. punch. You have to feel it in your body for three a days cup, after. Three. A, 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 a one cup and a half. You're gonna be finished. I promise you. I mean, I'm sure it does not take long for me at all. Lord knows. Oh, it's a good old overproof. I love that. I love that. And if you were buying a lady a drink at the bar. What would you buy them? Okay. Whatever, whatever that she want. Nah, but like, what would you buy them? Let's say, like, she's like, you, you pick. You go ahead. I pick. Um, I might do a tequila based margarita, tequila. or I'm Just trying to get yeah, you tequila, tequila based margarita, or I might do a Moscow Mule. Okay. Something nice, cool, ginger beer, mm. strong, strong but sweet, kind of like myself. Okay, well, thank you for that. Uh, it's been, it's been <laughs> so good to kind of chat with you and converse. Likewise, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Up next, we'll be listening to some great tunes. You are listening to Bashak on The Beat London on a 3.6 FM. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> 